0: I think, again, just thinking about things that go along with this, the reality that that means that this being student-led and student-initiated is so important, Yep. right? To, to initiate it for them first and then say, okay, now we give you the keys. No, mm-hmm. no, no. They need to own it from the very beginning. Yep. It creates longevity in ministry. It creates passing it down by sibling by sibling, the number yep. of stories that we hear. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States, this is First Priority. Now, here are your hosts, Steve
1: Cherico and Brad Skelling. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the First Party Podcast. Glad that you're here and listening to us again today.
0: What's up, everybody? My name is Steve Cherico, and this is my co-art, Brad Skelling. It's good to be here. It is great to be here. Enjoying
1: the day, Steve? Uh, It's beautiful in Tennessee. It is very beautiful in Tennessee. I love the most wonderful time of the year. Exactly, which is now. This is, yes, this tops Christmas.
0: Yeah, baseball and softball season. Good job
1: being outside on the back deck season come
0: on yeah i was i was out back with the uh, fire pit this weekend there you go excellent yeah Yeah, me
1: too we bought a fire pit this
0: weekend oh good i like that it was a lot of fun yeah will be a lot of fun sometimes i burn mine a little too tall and the neighbor's call the local (laughs) authorities (laughs) i haven't gotten there yet oh yeah you just wait yeah Yeah. when you first put the kindling on you get fire going Mm -hmm. it gets tall and hot there you
1: go it's I like it. Might have to do that again tonight yeah, after soccer I like that.
0: practice. Soccer season. Soccer practice. It's not soccer season. Nobody plays yes, that it game is. anymore. U10. Nobody plays that game They're anymore.
1: They're two and one. George scored, th- scored three goals. Go George.
0: Right. I hope he watches the
1: podcast. All the time. Yeah, I figured. He's actually come across us on YouTube a couple of times. He's like, <laughs> Dad, I saw you. It's
0: good that both of our sons, well, a couple of our sons, not <laughs> One all of each them, of, our of our sons. A <laughs> couple of our sons actually pay two. attention.
1: Exactly. Yes. Oh, I wouldn't call it paying
0: attention. Oh, well, as is normal, do you have any announcements for us I this do not, week? None. No. That's our announcements. No, is that our, our boys sort of pay attention? Yes, it's spring. All of you. We're going into summer months. All of you who love Brad, thank you for putting up with that. We Good are night. doing
1: spring meetings. Ooh, We're yeah. working on a lot of stuff, working on next year, full force. Epic? Epics. Epic? In, yeah, in the middle of epic, uh, getting the content down so we can. Put it in the spring meetings. Like it. Yep. Got more meetings this week for that next week and the week after. after. (laughs) Meetings for meetings. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. But it's good stuff and we're super excited
0: about it all. Well, I got a little story time with Steve. Is that all right? Yeah, let's do it. So just been kind of looking through what everybody is talking about across the chapters and across the districts. And one of the things that I noticed was that we are doing a really good job this year uh, honoring our faculty. Oh. And it has trickled down into the clubs. Okay. So, you know, the normal is for those of us that are involved first priority, the faculty, it's one of those jobs that they should be paid double what they yes. actually earn, right? Mm-hmm. They, they do more than teach, especially in this day and age. We, those are all things we know, right? Yep. Um, but what our chapters are doing and what I see some of our districts are doing is they're making sure that there are gifts to go with that, which is not new game. We do that. And a lot of the faculty are overjoyed and grateful but, and are recommitting to next year. But what I have been watching is on the student side, I've been watching these student clubs that I follow on socials that are talking about the gifts that they're giving the teachers themselves. Mm. So the student leaders are catching wind of it. Yep. And though we show up with a mug with some candy and a thank you card or a gift card with something else, right? Which is pretty normal for first priority. The students are doing like 18 gifts if there's 18 leaders. Wow. Every student is committing to bringing a gift to that teacher. Oh, And the teacher sponsors are just getting blown away. That's awesome. By the students' recognition. Yeah. Not just seniors, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Not just wet behind the ear freshmen. Yep. Right? But literally the group of leaders that are involved are honoring where honors do.
1: That's awesome.
0: So it's been super neat to watch, obviously in my local area in Mm -hmm. Nashville, Mm -hmm. watching some of these clubs do it over group me, but then also seeing on the socials where the kids are all surrounding the teacher and they're taking pictures and it's just- Yep. It's a cool game and makes me very proud of the level of leadership that our coaches, forget about our directors and our uh-huh. paid staff, yep. the level of leadership that our coaches are leading at hmm. is super cool.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's super cool.
0: Story time with Steve.
1: Very nice. Very All nice. right. Thanks for doing that. No problem. Uh huh. Generosity is always a good thing. It is. Mm-hmm. Especially when you see it unsolicited and the students just catch on.
0: I'm a fan. That's the most fun. I'm a fan. That
1: is a lot of fun. Yep. What do we got this week? Well, we're going to jump into the core values of First Priority. We talk about them. We haven't done this conversation in a while. 14 months. Really? Has it been that long? We've had
0: lots of conversations around them, but we've not gone through these for 14 months. So it's time. That's
1: what happens when you and I do podcasts. You know, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, exactly. You just don't realize how much time has flown by. Exactly. This is episode
0: like 699, right? What? What episode is this?
1: I don't know. We're in like season four.
0: All right. 100 and
1: <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> Is that right? I can't do 365 by three. Come well, on, man. 52 by, I can All do 52 right. by three. All right. It's 156. Plus and plus minus. about 20. There you go. Yeah. You better get ready about for episode 200.
0: You better get on it, episode 200. <laughs>
1: All right, I'll be here on episode 200. Will you be here on episode 200? I'll be 200? here, hopefully. More,
0: I won't be in the office that day, but I'll be here. Probably.
1: <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> core okay. values. Core, yeah. So if anybody's been around for more than three minutes, hopefully they've heard these before. Yes, correct. But they are really core va- the core values, what makes us different, what makes us distinct as a ministry. And and none of it's not any one of them alone. It's all four of them together. That's a really good that point. That really... Um, distinguishes us, what we value, who we are. Gospel-focused. We are student-led. We are strategy-based. We are local church-engaged. Good. So let's
0: slow down and go through the four of those with just a little bit of content. I
1: did slow down. I, I said it very eloquently. I like that. Let's, let's, dig,
0: let's dig in for a minute. So let's okay. talk about being gospel-focused. Where does that start?
1: What does that mean? Yeah, where does it start? I don't know. What does it start mean for you?
0: Well, gospel focus just means that the gospel affects every area of our life, right? The yeah. good news is involved in all things of yep. our lives. Yep. And so we are focused in that not <clears throat> as a ministry, but not just on the campus side, but in all yeah. the things that we're involved in. Correct.
1: And and it permeates every week of the cycle. So whether you're doing Hope or Epic, or if we've moved on to another four-letter word by now... Um, the gospel is still a part of it if you're equipping preparing inviting connecting it's all centered around the gospel and we really you know for for me living in the south um getting accustomed to the culture you know it's not just hey do you go to church yep but where are you at with jesus yep. where, where do you stand with that because you're seeing more and more and whatever yeah there's there's less and less gray area where i'm an atheist or i don't believe in this and there's more freedom to speak if you really don't believe, you don't call yourself a Christian as quickly anymore. Correct. But there's still a group of people that were like, well, yeah, I go to church. I'm good. You know, but we're gospel focused.
0: Yeah, and you're, you're exactly right. And so core values, I think one of the things that we should just pause a minute is core values really talks about the fact that we are very clear mm-hmm. on who we are and why we exist. Yep. Right. And that's really good for us. 'Cause the good news permeates, as you said, all parts of life. And so we could be really wide as a ministry. Yep. But we're not. We're really focused in on schools and the community yes. that is around those schools. Yeah. That's that's who we are. Who we are in his organization really is and so anything outside of that can be good. Yep. It can be well intended. It can, it can even be God's call in somebody else's life, but when when it comes to ours as leaders inside First Priority, we're we're completely focused on the school setting mm-hmm. and the community around it. That's
1: right. Yeah. That's right. Well, and you bring up Epic earlier. We're working on the Epic stuff, so that's what okay. comes to mind when we're talking about gospel focused. A meeting when we talk about a meeting, we're we're really focusing on a couple things. Okay, we're focusing in on the community that is a first priority. So we realize that there's a group of five to 500 kids walking into a room yep. that don't go to church together. Yep. Whether, if, if you're five, you could have five different churches represented in that room. They not all in the same grade, not all the same, you know, anything interests, whatever, but they all come in around Jesus. Hmm. So we do need to take a moment and build some trust. So we have an act, an activity generally in there. We have some scripture where we can dig into the Bible together, talking about the gospel Together, building that trust, but then we also have that tool time where it's not just come sit and listen, but it's hey, let's talk about. I just learned about the love of Jesus in a new way. How does that impact the next time I talk to Steve Cherico and the fact that he needs Jesus, right? How can I share that with you in my thing? And let's role play that a little bit. Let's talk about that a little bit. You know, it's an equip. That what is what an equip week is. It's not a Bible study. We study the Bible but that's not why we're there. We're there for the outflow of the gospel of this, you know, in the mouths of students.
0: Yeah. You, what you're saying really is there's lots of theory. Yep. Right. But what we've done is equip week is all about bringing practical and Very practical, practical. Come to play. Right. Yep. And how can you go influence with what you've learned? Can't be not a just know it. Yeah. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Can't
1: be a lighthouse without light shining out and coming out. Right.
0: Yeah, I think the last part of the gospel focused is and and you started to talk about this a little bit is just the fact that we unite lo- the local church. Yeah. We unite students on the campus. We unite like <clears throat> I say this in Nashville, so I'll pick on Nashville. There sure. are four corners to the campus ministry table in Nashville. Okay. There's lots of people that dabble, okay? Yep. But there are four integral ministries in Nashville that reach the middle Tennessee campuses, okay. right? We can name them very quickly, mm-hmm. but I would be amiss if I talked about anything, but how great it is to have all of these people at the table. Yeah. Cause then I wouldn't be a church uniter. Yeah. Right. I would be opposite of everything I say. Mm-hmm. And I don't need the other three people at the table to do the same for me mm-hmm. because that may not be their core value. Yeah, It may not be in who they are, yep. right? But it is mine. Yep. And so if I'm going to be a church uniter around the idea that we're going to reach every student with the gospel mm-hmm. through every means necessary, including first party clubs, yep. then that's one of the things that makes us unique. Yep. We're going to unite the local church around schools to reach students with Christ. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. It's awesome. I love it. There you go. Gospel focused. Number two. Okay. Student led. Yep. I mean, we talked about this already, right? The students are empowered, encouraged, and supported as missionaries in their schools. It's a mission field. It is. When we, when we talk about whatever millions of students there are this year in this public middle and high schools, and only 4 to 10% on a good day are Bible-believing Christians, yep. I mean, that's what you hear about people going to Egypt for. You know, growing up and, and things of that nature. So when you talk about the 440 window or whatever mission language you want to use, I mean, the public middle and high schools in America fit that category. They do now. They do now. And so we are student. We are empowering the students as missionaries. Wasn't the point? Is, wasn't the schools a mission field? Yeah. Um, but that the the students are the missionaries. They're there inside that culture. I don't speak TikTok. I don't speak all the different things that are out there. Thank right? God. <laughs> right? <laughs> we are talking about doing an office TikTok video. There, oh, so heaven yeah, no. Yeah, Please we, we don't.
0: There. <laughs> Please don't. Let it go.
1: Uh, yeah. And just putting the gospel in the hands of students, put it in language that they understand and let them go.
0: Well, What you're talking about is developing student leaders, yeah. which is a super interesting debate inside youth ministry that will okay. last forever and ever. Amen. Sure. Right. What, what, is, what comes with more fruit? Is it more fruitful for me as an adult that can soundly, theoretically, theologically soundly Mm -hmm. speak about the truth of Jesus Mm -hmm. in a short, simple way? Is that more fruitful than me equipping a student through their lenses to be able to go work through that discussion with another student that may not be as simple and may be convoluted, right? But which is more fruitful? And we've just found time and time again, That the 15-year-old sharing with the 15-year-old and the 13-year-old sharing with the, like, that we always find more fruit there because they can identify with that story.
1: The best influence on a student is another student.
0: But that means we have to be focused on student leaders. Correct. Not doing student ministry per se.
1: Well, and if we have to do our own counseling, it's we have to give up control. Yeah. We have to hand them the microphone. And we so well like to have the microphone.
0: Yeah, correct. I we got the something to say. In front of me yeah, we right got now. something to say, and we're the smartest people in the room. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And they're not going to do it right. Yep. But they don't need to do it right. They need to do it in love. And If they do it in love, the gospel will not come back void. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think again, just thinking about things that go along with this, the reality that that means that this being student-led and student-initiated is so important. Yep. Right. To to initiate it for them first and then say, okay, now we give you the keys. No, mm-hmm. no, no. They need to own it from the very beginning. Yep. It creates longevity in ministry. It creates passing it down by sibling by sibling. The number yep. of stories that we hear about... You know, I, <clears throat> I remember a young man who moved into Williamson County down near where you live yeah. in Tennessee, mm-hmm. whose sister was a part of Darren Pepper's first priority club hmm. down in, in whatever yeah. part of Georgia Cherokee that he's in. Right. Yep. And she blew it up there. Yep. It was hers. Mm-hmm. And so when he got here, he was like, what else would I do if my sister was allowed to lead it at her school? And now we're living here in Nashville. How would I? I don't get it. Why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. And it was new game for that, that Bible club at that nice. school, which had always been led by faculty, yep. which is wrong. Yeah. Right. But it's a beautiful moment to see us do that on purpose. I
1: love it. I love it. That's awesome.
0: All right. So you got gospel focused, you got student led, the first two of the four core values. What's the next one? Strategy based. This is your world. Go ahead. Strategy based.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, I mean, we have a mission and vision. We can get excited about to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. It's a big picture. You and I have said it for many years that, the reason we're still here is because the vision sells yeah right but if the vision doesn't grow legs and get worked out it's all it is is a vision um, how many people in the 70 years of jerusalem within the story of nehemiah how many people walked past jerusalem and said hey, somebody should rebuild that city yeah but it wasn't until nehemiah put a plan together adjusted his plan when the king said, well, you're going to need this and this and that in order yep. to get there. Yep. And he said, and then went and surveyed the walls. He adjusted his plan twice. He had his plan, king's plan. And then when he got there, the practical plan, yeah. let's go rebuild these walls. And and the strategy is, yeah, to take the hope of Christ to every student, uniting the church. Um, we got to stick to our strategy or we won't keep the legs underneath the the idea that is First priority.
0: And let me jump on that, on the tail of that, right? Sure. Sometimes when we say strategy, Mm -hmm. we think we're closed in, in the four walls. Yeah. And the reality is we're actually looking for innovation. Yeah. Right. We're Mm -hmm. looking for people who can look down the road and say, that's our target. Yep. This is what's before us. Yep. How do we innovatively equip students to go do what they do? Right. So there is this layer of leaders that I think sometimes get really nervous about an organization And not recognizing that, at least for us, our goal is to be an organism. Yeah. Right? We know why we exist. Yep. We know what we are to do. Yep. And the strategy is a tool for us. It's not what drives us.
1: Well, if you remember from my uh, great words last week on the podcast, when we were talking about the... Yeah, you don't remember that already.
0: Come on, man. It's only been a week. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Um, When we were talking about the donor care and communication plan, that the, the plan establishes the foundation for us to main, to maintain the goal. The goal is relationship, right? Yeah. yeah. In, in a donor thing, we're, we're caring and building, we're, we have a goal to maintain relationship, yeah. but there's still innovation that has to happen in there, right? I've got monthly donors from 15 years who like, some of them like to go for a meal. Some of them don't want to talk to me. Yeah. I send them an email and they're good. Yeah. And you, you invite them to lunch and they're like, no, I'm good. You know, and you have to be innovative. We put a plan together that says, hey, here's how you maintain relationship with a donor. I know that's not what we're talking about this week, but you still need to be innovative and know the context of what you're doing. So that doesn't, the the strategy never takes away the need for leadership.
0: Yeah. And yet failure
1: to plan. Correct. Is planning to fail. Correct. We have, we have our goals, we have our rhythms, we have our principles that are in that that keep us moving in the right direction, right? We don't want to, like Mark Robbins often says, we don't want to try and serve a hamburger at Chick-fil-A, right? Yep. You can't throw something in there that's not us, yep. that you can't change the strategy, but yeah, we got to be innovative in there as well.
0: That's good. So mm-hmm. we're gospel focused, we're student-led, we're strategy-based, yep. and we are local church engaged. Yep. Pro-church. Well, and when you say pro-church, we're talking about a people, yep. right? We're yep. talking about Any denomination, any people group that is authentically Christ-following and is uh, biblical in their
1: basis of beliefs. Yep. Well, and on a on a theoretical, not and it's not even theoretical, but kind of a vision level. The the body of Christ is alive and well in every community in America. Yeah, correct. we are not in the place of a Sodom and Gomorrah. Nope. We're not in a place of a remnant. We can't use those words nope. in our country. We are um, God's people. They're they're everywhere. Yep. So what if we empowered God's people to that are already in that community? Right. Um, I'm think about my hometown. Even go back to Sioux Center, Iowa, and there's five thousand people there and dutch reformed you you'd get laughed out of town <laughs> just for a girly really, really good example yep exactly right? you you really wouldn't get laughed out of town they're like oh yeah Brad yeah i know him yeah you're my friend too but anyway i digress to say you get, just got to know the culture you're walking into. Yeah. Every town is a little bit different. That goes back to the strategy, right? You still need to have innovation when you walk into there versus Washington, D.C. Those are two very different. They are. And I didn't mean to pick on one of your towns, no, town, right. yeah. But, but it's very different cultures, very different environments. Yep. And we take this strategy of being student led in the school and say, here, this is what it looks like in Sioux Center, Iowa and the local church. Grab hold of that and let's help students reach students in your school. Same thing in DC, same thing in Michigan, same thing in Florida, right? We want to engage the local church that's already in existence. That's there. That's not a remnant. Empower that army and give them this tool to go, reach the generation in their city.
0: And you haven't used this language yet, but it's good language. What you just said, whether DC with Mark Batterson's work and all the people that are in that town, Capital mm-hmm. church, all those people, or in where you're talking about, right. in mm-hmm. Dutch reform land, how, how are we adding value yeah. to the local church? And Correct. <clears throat> you know, it's been often said, I don't know who says it, but it's been often said, right. If, if the local church didn't need what we do, Right. We wouldn't exist if they already had the burden to unite, if they already had the burden to equip students to be missionaries in the campus, right? If yep. that was already what they, Mark Roberts, woke up every day thinking about, yep. then we wouldn't be able to add value, yep. right? But the reality is they've got their own set of things. And so we bring value to them because it's like, oh, yeah, yep. we totally want that. We're totally looking for an army of hope to be raised up. Yeah, We just, that's not the first thing on our list.
1: Well, it's not the first thing on their list. It's not a program that's often found in the institutional church. Yeah. It's not a budget item that's there most commonly. I mean, they support ministries locally, right? Uh, feeding people and, and everything else that are really good things. But when you talk about local missions, sharing the gospel, yeah, that generally heads to another continent, not to a local middle or high school, just non-existent. Yeah. Doesn't happen. Yeah. So we want to be that tool and that resource and that excuse really we, we talk about the the dichotomy, if you will, between egos and logos and the fact that first priority is still a logo. Yeah. It still is an institution. We are still a 501 T3, but we really want to be that Billy Graham excuse for all the churches, multi-denominational people to come together around this cause and say, Hey, let's help students reach students in our school, because if we don't reach the students in our backyard, I know nobody else will.
0: Well, and I'll go a step farther. Mm-hmm. I just mentioned the Army of Hope. Mm-hmm. For me, it has always been, from the point that Benny shared this with me in 04, yep. right? for me, it has always been, if we raise an Army of Hope here that has more, resi- more resource than possibly most places on earth, right? Yeah. If we miss that opportunity then we miss the opportunity to go reach the world. That's right. But flip it on its head. Mm -hmm. If we raise a group of students that are called to leadership, that are going to take us out of our seats and and ask us to go take other seats so they can jump in, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to raise the water across the globe. Yeah. And how the gospel is advancing for kingdom purposes. Yep. And And I say the gospel advancing in a very pro human being, right that right. that that people are going to go forth and share the good news of Jesus Christ, yeah, not their agenda, not their plans, not their political views. all of that's fine. Mm-hmm. but this is about the good news of Jesus Christ, the work that he left us to do with his last words
1: right. It's good
0: gospel focused student led strategy based, local church engaged. Any last words? Good
1: stuff well, I mean, I, I'm sad that it took us fourteen months to get back to it. um I, I love the conversation. Um, one of the things that comes to mind is the high tide raises all ships. Hmm. So if you have a discouraging thought towards your local churches, um, I would encourage you to help raise the tide in your community. Um, get this started, um, help students share the gospel and bring those students back to that church and and just raise the tide in your community. It's good. Right. Be the, be the change a little sign in my bathroom that says, nobody wants to change the to- toilet paper. They want to change the world, but just be the change.
0: I have no idea what that has to do with
1: anything, but good job. <laughs> be the change, my friend. Be <laughs> the change.
0: <laughs> well, everybody, that's another podcast. We're super glad that you joined us today.
1: We are. I'm glad that people are listening along. I hope this was value. I hope this brand language to you uh, that, you know, can help you articulate First Priority better in your community.
0: How do they interact with us on the podcast, Brad?
1: Uh, they like the podcast. They subscribe to the podcast and they share the podcast on their socials to say, Hey, this is a good one. Everybody should listen to this.
0: Great. Thanks everybody for doing so. We'll see you next week. Sounds good. Until next week. Thanks, Steve. Thank you.